Hello, Turning Point CT family. I'm so happy you decided to join me today for an open conversation about my transgender journey. My name is Des. I'm the project coordinator here and the host of today's podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about the transgender journey and my overall view on society as a transgender person. I've known pretty much my entire life that I felt masculine, and the awareness of gender expectations by gender presentation came to me when I was four years old. I questioned why I had to do different things when I wanted to do what I felt was right. For example, play with cars instead of Barbies and dressing, dressing masculine versus in a dress. Although this conversation is all about my transgender journey, I want to acknowledge that I was also aware of my sexuality at four years old. Yes, four years old. I was extremely expressive with my gender identity and sexuality. More so my attraction to feminine individuals and masculine identity as I viewed myself. My first crush was on my feminine teacher in preschool. Mind you that all of these things were never talked about around me because I was living with foster parents who were extremely religious, specifically identifying as extremely Catholic. So the topic of gender identity and sexuality was never a discussion as they believed that there were only specific genders and sexual attractions that were quote-unquote correct. As a psychology graduate with a minor in sociology, I have come to understand that gender dysphoria isn't just experienced by the incongruence of our body and soul. It has everything to do with society. And before there's any backlash about misguided history, transgender and non-binary people were here way back even in ancient times and were strongly respected and seen as divine in many cultures before colonization. To mention, as a native indigenous person, many native tribes were in fact aware of gender identity as fluid and that gender identity stemmed away from physical gender presentation. During these times of great understanding, children around the ages of 4 to 6 were able to announce their gender identity to live as such and were actually given a name by either the spirits or the elders or some children were allowed to name themselves by their gender identity. So why is there a problem today? The only answer I could provide to the question is that the colonizer's governing system was thriving off of institutionalizing and the justification of their actions of genocide, manipulation, and instilling fear. They're still doing that today because they strive off of controlling populations or eradicating people who are aware of their intentions of dictatorship. The system has made trans-affirming steps extremely hard for us to take. Affirming care in the health system should be easily accessible to anyone no matter what. Affirming care should be a standard in all facilities and safety no matter the gender identity or expression in the general public should be a normal standard. I really don't see anything political about human decency or kindness. But in, this, in ending this, I want to ask two reflective questions to people. What are the steps you can take to be a kinder person and how will you be able to identify when your unconscious biases are potentially harmful to another person? I encourage these questions to be answered or thought about by anyone. Young people, young adults, practicing clinicians, etc. You can be in a nursing home, 
a thousand years old, please just ask yourself these questions. You have to remember, improving the world means to first improve ourselves. And I know this is a short episode, but thank you so much for listening to today's Turning Point CT episode. Please like and subscribe to our podcast to get notifications about new episodes in our weekly newsletter. You can visit our website, turningpointct.org, to find other stories, resources, and more. Please say hi to us on Instagram at turningpoint underscore CT, and we'll see you in two weeks.